one fun, on point for today, and the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, the vice chairman at Vetify, a longtime fund industry veteran, famous for having started ETFtrends.com, but now Vetify, a site which has even more resources and data that Tom has taken to greater heights. And if you want to find out all about it, go to Vetify.com, or you can dig into their data and research to become an even better investor in exchange-traded funds. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is RYLD, the Global X Russell 2000 Covered Call ETF. The RYLD, the Global X Russell 2000 Covered Call ETF. Covered call strategies, we're going to have to dig in and not get too lost in the jargon, but functionally, a covered call is an option strategy where you're saying, hey, I'll take a limited return, but I'll also take limited risk. So why this strategy at this time? Because are you thinking there's heightened risk out there? Well, there is heightened risk, but there's also opportunity, Chuck. If you're listening to this and you happen to throw up a chart on it, I'm going to cut right to the chase. This is not above its 200-day average. This is not a currently a trend-following opportunity because although we did see an up move after COVID in the small cap area, it did give most of it back. With that being said, a couple things are very advantageous with this ETF. First and foremost, the Russell 2000 and the small cap area is very much unloved at this time, but it's also pretty cheap. When you think of the PE ratio of the S&P 500 being around 20, this is almost half of that, around 11. And if you think you can get small cap stocks at half the price of the S&P 500, it just doesn't happen that often because historically over time, small caps outperform large caps. So if you've got money on the sidelines, and we know a lot of people do have money on the sidelines because of uncertainty in the markets, both equities and fixed income, people are wondering what to do. Well, here's an option to actually get in and buy good stocks inexpensively. And guess what? In the meantime, you get paid for waiting. The covered call option strategy on this ETF has actually provided almost a 14% yield in the last 12 months. Currently, the distribution yield is about 12%. So if you think you're waiting for the market to recover, but oh, by the way, in the meantime, you're getting almost 1% a month, it might be something to consider because stocks are not going to remain low forever. They're not. Is this functionally a yield play where somebody is looking to goose their yield? Because 14% is going to sound good to some people and very dangerous to others. It will. And this is not a typical fixed income 14%. This is not, for example, a ultra high yield strategy where you're buying very low quality paper. It's got nothing to do with that. It's got everything to do with a covered call or buy right strategy that's all inherent with this ETF. Options overlay on indexes, it's happening more and more. 
And in this case, the yield is real and it's very attractive, especially when we've had this time of rising interest rates. And on top of that, Chuck, the yields don't correlate with rates. So for example, if the Fed is finished with hiking rates and rates do go down from this point, it doesn't necessarily mean that the yield that you're getting in this strategy is going to decline either. So people are looking for consistency in yield if you've got a fixed income allocation, but the rising interest rates, as we've seen, has also deteriorated your bond portfolio. The good news is if we do see lower rates in a year from now, you'd have an opportunity from an appreciation standpoint to make that back. But if you've got a diversified fixed income portfolio, you're no way going to make half of what this is currently yielding. Not only will you not make half of what this is yielding, but this is getting that yield from small caps, the Russell 2000, a small cap index. Not an area necessarily where you can say, oh, I want to be a dividend investor and necessarily do that much because small caps, much different kind of dividend yield picture overall. And then secondarily, it is small caps, which the the good part of the market, at least of late, has been just a few big names. We've gone back to very tight trading ranges. It's a range bound market with only a few mostly big names doing well. So is that part of it as well that the covered call strategy in small caps is a way to play small caps now? Does this replace your small cap holdings or does this just add to them? This is the Russell 2000 index with a buy right strategy on top of it. So by definition, this is a small cap market. And to your point, in the large cap space and in the S&P 500, we've got 10 stocks that are making up almost a third of that weighting. So we're back to where we were a couple years ago. You take the good and the bad. If those 10 stocks do well, then the index does well. If they don't do well, then the index doesn't do well. In the small cap space, you're not beholden to a small number of stocks, whether you're doing well or not. And then historically, if you're a student of the market and you know that the future of large caps come from the list of small caps that we currently have, this is a way to invest in the future. And while you're investing in the future, you're getting paid a decent yield. Does this replace your small caps? In other words, if somebody's looking going, hey, I've got small caps. Do they look to add this to say, if I'm adding to small caps, let me at least bring in a covered call strategy. Or do they look to replace? This is a better way to own small caps. It's a great question, Chuck. So I would say this, the average investor out there, because we know that most people and their equity portfolio has a very high correlation to the S&P 500, which was great coming out of the financial crisis and 10 years later. But listen, eventually mid caps and small caps will catch up. I would say most people don't have an allocation to small caps, or if they do, it's very, very small. And if you fall into that category, you should have diversification into small caps. If you don't, this is a great option because A, you'd have the proper allocation by the diversified index, but you also have a yield kicker on top of that, which isn't bad, again, getting paid while you're waiting for small caps to rebound. Now, you mentioned that this fund, which opened in 2020, it's pretty much never been above its 200-day moving average once it got to where it could have one. 
obviously, when it's below a 200-day moving average, it's not a trend-following play. But sometimes on ETF of the week, you will bring a fund to our attention and say, you might wait. It doesn't sound like this is that case because you want the strategy if you're interested in this fund. Is that a correct assessment of your, your analysis? Yeah, today, rather than talking about trend following, Chuck, I'm more concerned about people that got scared about the markets in the last couple of years, took a lot of money off the table. They're sitting there with a lot of dry powder and they still don't feel comfortable going back in. What you don't want to do is find that a year or two from now, you've got 50% of your portfolio in cash and now the market's rebounded. So gradually going in, even if you want a dollar cost average, makes a heck of a lot of sense. But make sure you've got small caps in your portfolio. This is a great way to do it. At the same time, it will diversify your income stream too. So we can, in the future, when this goes above its 200-day average, talk about selling. But I get very, very fearful about people only buying back into the market when everybody's talking about how great the stock market is again. And that's a bad strategy. And this, a very interesting strategy. It's the RYLD, the Global X Russell 2000 Covered Call ETF. The ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, great stuff. I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast at moneylifeshow.com or by looking for it wherever you find great podcasts. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than vetify.com. The website features all kinds of research and tools that will help you be a better investor. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. And thanks to him for being here. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Ensure you don't miss anything by following along on your favorite podcast app. And if you like us, leave us a review because they really do help. We'll be back next week. We'll see you then. And until then, happy investing, everybody. Everybody.